Hello and welcome back to the Unfiltered Podcast, where all opinions can be voiced. It's your hosts, Audrey and Carlos. Today we are joined by a special guest. She's an accomplished bilingual international actress, fluent in English and Spanish. She's currently residing and working between both markets. She has a covert sorry, English basic language. She has a, also passion for weapon combats and she has skills in firearms and swordplay. But Amber's journey extends beyond the stage and screen. She believes that the key to happiness lies in giving back. That's why she founded Dallas Actors of Color, a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting and progressing, celebrating colors of actors of color within her community. Please join me in giving a special welcome to incredible Amber Sheena Williams, who plays Tamira in the hit series, The Chosen. Hi, Audrey. Hi, Carlos. Thank you so much for having me here. Hello. It's a pleasure. So the biggest question I had, this came from someone I know personally. They wanted to know, uh, what inspired you to become an actress? And does it have to do with anything from your past? Or what does it have to do with any personal religious belief on why you accepted the role as Tamira? I play Tamara on The Chosen, but uh, my journey as, as an actor started a very, very long time ago. <laughs> I won't say how long, I'm going to wait my age. Um, but I was very small, and I think my parents knew before I did that I was supposed to do this, but I, I think something is a little intimidating about being a dreamer, especially for parents who went to this. So they're like, okay, that's nice that you're good at this, but like go to college and, and, and be a doctor or something. <laughs> so I absolutely went to college, got all the degrees and all the business things and nursing school. And then someone very close to me, my grandfather was like, look, I know you love this acting thing. I had done maybe some background work and commercial books by then. And he was like, I, I, I think you should like, Go, go for it all the way. I've worked hard enough for you to be able to do what it, what it is you want to do with your life. And then he passed away not long after that. So I took such a heart. And that's exactly what I did. And I didn't look back. And it just, it, acting became sort of an outlet for me. I've, I've had quite a life, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I've gone through, and I'm sure if you have as well, that, that acting kind of serves as an outlet. And it's pretty cathartic as well, being able to express things that you don't always get in your everyday life and do things you don't always get to do. And, and honestly, being an actor, I get to see everything from a first century Ethiopian princess to a brain surgeon. So it's like, look, mom, I am a doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Um, the next question is going to go, do you reside in uh, the United States or do you reside in Europe? I um, primarily reside in Madrid, Spain. Um, but it's kind of a 50-50 split between the two countries, especially between filming for The Chosen and, and working still stateside and then living here. So my life is split, but my husband, my dog, and my house is in Madrid. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really cool. Thank right. you. The second question is, were there any setbacks becoming an actress? And if so, how do you stay motivated? I mean, the entire just career of being an actor is a setback. You have to learn to live and form a very deep emotional bond with rejection and you need to learn how to accept it with grace because it is it is literally so much rejection we've received more in one year than these people do in, in their lifetime. And we have to learn how not to tie in our self worth to our ability to book because often we don't feel good enough if we're not working. 
we, we don't feel productive if we're not working. Maybe, maybe I'm not doing very well at the thing I love to do with my life. And so it does really affect you emotionally. And I definitely had a success throughout his career um, because a lot of us who do come from places of, a lot of people come from trauma, like a lot of actors, and this has kind of become an outlet for that. It's, it's really important to also like keep tabs on your mental health. Do you know what I mean? Especially doing yeah. this because sometimes you can get so connected to characters that you do, especially when you've done them. I've been, I've been doing tomorrow now for four seasons. Sometimes they're, they're more, their characters are more detrimental to um, the mental health of an actor and they just need to make sure they keep tabs on that and, and, um, learn how to separate the two because we do hear a lot of news you know, about this actor who's passed away or this musician has passed away from such and such. And it's sometimes the, that it, there's great care taken in the way that we recover from, from the really difficult roles and things that we have to do. So you just say, like, try to take care of your mental health. That's the main thing to stay motivating. Yeah, absolutely. You want to take care of your, I mean, everyone in general, but especially as an actor, because we go to so many places and, and and for someone's entertainment, you may see an actor break down in a scene that lasts 20 seconds. But what that actor has to go through emotionally in order to give you that very authentic storytelling may have been maybe one of the worst moments in their life that they had to relive in order to, to bring that moment and truth to that moment. And that does affect you when you're done. Like we, we don't, we can't, we're not the kind of people that can kind of leave our work at work. A doctor can go perform surgery. And then go home. Yeah. We, go, we act and we, and it's because it's something we're emoting and it's something so internal that's inside of us. We, we still carry that with us. And so what I like about The Chosen is that a lot of these stories we tell, even, tell that even though they're raw and, and deep topics that we get on, that they're all, there's also some, some triumph and some light at the end of the tunnel that we're given, which makes it so much easier to bring back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What it was it like being on the set for season four? I heard like there's a new set on in Texas that was built. It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> and we've been through so many ups and downs this season. Um, it's been so hot. And I thought when we started filming in Utah, it would be like a relief from that. But it was actually almost as bad as Texas. And then I'm like, how is this possible? It's like 105 degrees in both places right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we do have the new uh, soundstage in Texas, which is phenomenal, and it has air conditioning, which is really great. Climate control. Um, <laughs> um, it's beautiful uh, to see the artistic direction that James Cunningham does on that. It just will blow your mind. It's mm. so beautiful. It's so real. It's so authentic. You can smell it. You can taste it. Like you can smell the salted fish. You can you can smell the bread baking. You can smell the incense burning. And so it's really hard for us as, as actors and storytellers to come on set and not feel like we're we're not in the first century, you know what I mean? So yeah. it really helps us. If you ever have a chance to visit, I do suggest that you do it because it is an incredible experience. When I was watching you guys, I was like, that's amazing how authentic they have everything set up. Like the clothes and everything. It was really cool. I enjoyed watching. <laughs> oh, that necklace gets heavy. Let me tell you, Audrey. <laughs> I love it though. It looks beautiful. You're, you look beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. that. They weren't planning for that outfit to last four seasons. It was just supposed to be an episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have been working the wardrobe team with these, with 
accessories in this in this wardrobe, and um, it's it's hanging on. <laughs> They've had to reinforce everything to wear hats on. One of the biggest um, questions I know is I have a lot of listeners who probably want to go into the profession that you are. What is the best advice you can give the listeners on how to be as success- successful as you are following the same passion for acting? Yeah, I think what we have to do is not be tied to um, to the destination because it, it can feel like it takes forever to get here. Like before I booked this, I was already doing this from 10 years already and, and not really seeing much from it in my opinion. But what is really important is, is, first of all, the reasons why you're doing it. And I also think that it's important for you to not just be an actor. And I, I that may confuse some people, but I can guarantee that no actor is really just an actor. We're actors and photographers, an actor and a writer, an actor and a director, an actor. And then I also do this in marketing. The actor is just, it's, it's a, a form of expression. It's a career, but it's more of a form of expression than anything. And so I really suggest that people also find balance with that life before they decide to go into it. Find something else that you also enjoy doing. Because when you're not working as an actor, it's very easy to feel like you're either not good enough at your job or um, to, to feel like um, you're not being productive in your life. And so it's always really nice to have something to counterbalance that, that you can you know, focus your energy and attention into, which is one of the reasons why I started Dallas Actors of Color, because not only is it giving me something to focus my time into, but it's also allowing me to help other people who are kind of looking to, to get their feet wet and, and dive into this career as a profession. And I and I thought that, hey, it was kind of traumatic for me to get started. It was, it was really difficult and I didn't have anyone to hold my hand and made a lot of mistakes. And I got myself into situations that I hope I never get myself into again. And so my job is now to help others avoid making mistakes that I have made. So I highly suggest people stay training, um, that people aren't tied to the result, that they also have something else that they focus their passion on, and that they, that they're always learning because it's, it's, it's never an end to the learning process of being an actor. Every day on set, I learn something new, even though I've been working with these people for gosh, like five years, six years now. And I've noticed that, like, in some ways, you become a representation of African-American, especially in the community for The Chosen. The character Joseph in the Christmas special was played by another Black actor. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put his name, Moraj Bond. But most of the cast come from wide area of, like, ethnicities. How does it feel being a part of such a diverse representation? Well, it's fantastic because it, it definitely feels like there's a, a, a lot more authenticity to it, you know, um, to, to walk on set and see that that many people have had similar journeys to what you've had. And you honestly, not only do you not get that very often, but you don't get that very often in a lot of faith-based um, um, entertainment and media uh, that, you know, takes place or tells the story of Jesus. And so that was already something that kind of blew my mind when I came up with that. Um, like it was Jonathan, I believe, who trans- translated the ancient Egyptian that we spoke in season one, and who, who recorded that for me to learn. So I was just like, That's wow, this really is helpful. yeah, isn't that incredible? <laughs> They're so talented, and they come from all over, um, and and you know, from I think Armenia, um, Lebanon, Egypt, uh, Persia, um, and then me with African American ancestry, 
which I just did my DNA test. Turns out I'm 39 percent uh, Nigerian. So there's oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I get so many messages from um, people who are really excited that they turned on the show and that they've seen someone that looks like them. And it moves a lot because I know a lot of us didn't have that kind of reputation when we were growing up, especially in these stories. In these stories of faith and, and Jesus, that we, we didn't see a lot of, we didn't see a lot of women told in these stories either. So it's, it's really nice that the chosen has kind of taken charge, taken the reins, and has become an example now, I believe, to, to shows that have come after. Like they look, look at us, we're telling these stories, we're telling them authentically, and we're able to include everyone and it's not it's not gratuitous not i'm not just gonna put you there to put you there no like i'm going to authentically have you here because if you tell a story truthfully everyone's told. i like that they gives a little bit of everybody's stories like when i was watching it gives a little bit of matthew it gives a little bit of the disciples even the disciple wife is like gives a lot more. the show yeah. is like hey we're gonna tell the story like of the people who are following jesus from their eyes and so we get to little interactions between them and their parents and their siblings and you know the, their love interest uh, it's really nice we don't see that very often it is really cool so we're getting short on time but um carlos has a question for you yeah, as Carlos. well yeah so i just wanted to know is there uh anything you can tell us about what the future holds for tomorrow Oh man, you guys, I gotta be real sweet. <laughs> um, I can say for season four, Tamar has kind of finally settled into her role in the group. I know we saw the challenges and conflicts that were going on in season three of her trying to figure out where she belongs and how she's been in and be useful. And I think in season four, what we are in the season tomorrow is that she has she's found the place where she belongs and then the role she takes on now that she's a, a a part of the, the nice. That's really so cool. cool. Um, then the last question was, where can people support you and your organization? Like, can they donate anywhere? Like, where they can find more things about you? Yeah, so um, we're still building um, Dallas Doctor of Color, and we took a hard hit during COVID. But if they just follow us on Instagram, they'll get all of the updates and uh, about how we can support the group and we are able to start doing meetups and events again because the, the chosen is going to be very busy this year. And so it's been hard um, getting things done without having to go around. But uh, that's a great place to start if you have our Instagram or our web page is developed. And yeah, it'd be really great because it's, it's, it's nice to know that we're giving back to, to people who have an opportunity to start this career on the right foot and not yeah. be exploited and, and, and find a community because that's really important to have. That's going to be great. So um, if you could give me your Instagram so when yeah, this, so this episode comes out. Yeah, Dallas Actors of Color is, 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 is going to be the Instagram. And obviously I have my own too, which would be for Channel Ladies with my name. And uh, yeah, and doing either one of those things, but I'll, I'll keep you really cool what's going on. Awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you again so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to have you. And I appreciate the listeners are going to love to hear it because we had so many different people come in asking about this. And I know um, we're having a, a young man. He's from England. He's coming mm-hmm. over and he's going to be excited. He watches the show too, which is really cool. It's hit globally. Awesome. Oh, I'm so excited about that. You have you, you guys aren't ready. See the forest. I'm really excited. When is it coming out? 
Um, I, we're, we're hoping for the beginning of, of next year. So, you know, I'm not going to say soon because we know how that work goes. But um, they're looking at the beginning of next year. And obviously, you know how Dallas still makes sure it looks for You guys know things before we do. So, like, <laughs> they will let you know as soon as they can. But for sure, some around the beginning of next year. All right. Awesome. Thank you again. Um, All right. Was- you guys have a- Bye. This was the Unfiltered Podcast. Adriana and Carlos tuning out. <laughs> <laughs>